You're listening to Brayden Talks About, where Brayden and his mom sit down to talk about whatever's on his mind this week. Now here's your hosts, Brayden and Keely Reason. If you didn't know by now, we love Will Smith and tend to watch a lot of the movies he puts out. Actually, we just got done wrapping up our series that he was in, Men in Black, so you can go back and listen to those. And this week, we're covering iRobot. Brayden and I are going to share a few details about this movie and parts that we did or didn't like. Um, and just kind of give you a little recap of what it's about. It's actually a little bit older one. So, Brayden, tell us what happens in iRobot. Well, far in the future, Robot started doing jobs all around. Um, there's actually a lot of jobs that we see robots doing. Like what? They're cleaning um, house and stuff? What else? Yeah. So... They were most, we mostly see them only doing like household jobs and also they're kept as like assistants, but basically there's just robots everywhere. Then a detective, he's Detective Spooner, um, goes to the robot headquarters to investigate a crime, specifically a suicide. Right. Um, he later figured out that a robot did it. The company's boss, Alfred Laning, made a robot that could disobey the three laws. And apparently, all of the new NS5s could, too. Well, technically, that robot didn't actually kill him, but I think he, like, made it possible for him to commit suicide. Right, Corbin? I forget. Uh, Was it the robot? technically. Basically, he let the robot choose which of the laws it followed so that the robot could kill him. Right. So was Will Smith like for or against the robots? Um, he actually, since the NS4, did not like the robots because he was in a car accident and both of the cars, both his and the person he hit, um, went into a river. We learned that like, the driver died, but there was still a kid there, um, and a nearby NS4 um, came in and saved him instead of the girl, and that's actually how we later figure out how he lost his arm. Yeah, so, he had a robotic arm, huh? Yeah, I think, so apparently he lost his arm trying to fight back from the NS4. Actually, I think it just happened because he pulled him out of the car. Yeah, he was. the NS4 was trying to save him instead of the girl. Right. So, is there any parts of the movie that you didn't like? Um, no, not really. Not really? I think that the robots looked a little creepy. Yeah, the NS5s were made to look more like humans, but they looked super weird and kind of creepy. Because <laughs> yeah. they had the eyes of a human. And it's just... Nah. So the the original robots that they had reminded me a little bit more of that cartoon... Or that movie that was called Robots, I think. And they're all kind of put together a little bit more, you know, weird or whatever. But then the new ones that were coming out were supposed to look a little bit more human and... Also, maybe sound a little bit more human. Yeah, look, sound, and act a little more human. That's kind of weird, huh? Yeah. We use robots in our house, don't we? 
Well, not the kind in this movie, but <laughs> yeah. Well, we do talk to uh, Google. our Google system. Yeah. It says some weird stuff sometimes, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, a lot of movies do this. It talks about, you know, how weird it would be for us to have robots. And there's always been this fear that robots are going to take over jobs and things like that. Yeah. Or that robots will become too powerful. So this movie really plays into all of those. Uh, but the movie starts out with the three laws. So tell us what those three laws are. Well, the first law is a robot may not injure a human being or through an action allow a human being to come to harm. Which is why the NS4 tried to save um, Detective Spooner, but missing the girl. Okay. Um, the second law is a robot must obey the orders given it by human beings, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. So basically, they have to obey humans unless somebody tells them to hurt another person or to kill yeah. them or themselves. And then the third law says a robot must protect its own existence as long as protection does not conflict with the first and second law. Okay, so all three of these laws were discussed in the movie. Yeah. This is a part where I got lost. So maybe you or Corbin can help me understand this. Why, based off of these three laws, is the natural progression to be in a robot revolt? Because that's what happened, right? All the new NS5s were, like, destroying the old robots. Yeah. Um, And also Detective Spooner. Well... I don't know if they were destroying Detective Spooner, but all of a sudden they were going to try and, uh, you know, like control humanity. So, Corbin, what are your thoughts on that? Because I didn't fully understand the logic. So the basic idea is a problem in the first law, which is you can't injure a human or through an action allow a human to be hurt. So imagine a scenario where there are Two people who are in danger, and they can be saved if the robot injures one person. So, by not injuring that person, then more harm will happen than if they were to injure the person. So, for a robot, the conclusion would be, well, I have to injure this person because it'll help more people. So then that becomes we have to control everything to allow for maximum, like, I don't, I don't know how to put it. Safety. Safety. Maximum safety. Their algorithm or whatever. Yeah. So that includes killing some humans who will cause more harm if they are alive, like a mass murderer or something. And. For the robots they were destroying, basically they knew those robots weren't smart enough to understand their ideologies, and they would protect the humans, so they had to go ahead and destroy those robots, mm-hmm. or else they would try and Right, right stop try and them. protect them. Yeah. yeah. So all the old robots would stop all of them from trying to keep safety while causing harm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are pretty deep topics for a program to figure out. 
Yeah. Uh, so great. And what was your favorite part or what was your favorite things about the movie? Well, there was a lot that I liked, but most of the fighting scenes were, were my favorite parts because some of them were intense. Some were just funny, but also intense and cool at the same time. <laughs> there was a lot of mixtures of fighting scenes. But most of them were pretty nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, probably my favorite part, but it is also annoying, is that pretty much uh, Will Smith acted as though every robot and thing was out to get him. Mm -hmm. No one would believe him because he kind of had a bias. But it turns out he was actually right about most of it. Yeah. They really were after him. Mm-hmm. So, would you watch it again? Yes. So, you recommend it to other people? Very much. <laughs> well, that's great. Thanks so much for joining us today. And next week, we can't wait to talk to you again. Bye. Bye.